At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. that could make a wolverine purr on vsin the sports betting network this is the great peterson experience on vsin the sports betting network and we've got three tremendous hours for you as we're getting you set for the upcoming super bowl but we're also getting set for some nba action on friday we've got a little hockey talk that's going to be going down as well we're going to be just doing a little bit of everything. We've got a pretty solid college basketball card. 15 games. It doesn't compare to the 100 million billion games that we're going to be getting on Saturday, but we'll turn it forward a little bit there as well as we've got a bunch of great guests that are going to be joining me. We've got a little bit of USC as well as we're going to be joined by Dan Stupp in our number two, talking some UFC. That is going to be right around for those of you guys out there on the West Coast, 10.45 p.m. If you're on the East Coast, 1.45 a.m. Also in that hour, Randy McKay is a professional better. He is going to be joining me in studio. He does a great job of being able to bet some of the biggest games out there. Has made a lot of money in this industry, so he's going to be joining me in hour number two. Hour number one, we're going to be joined by Lauren Jabaro. She does great work over there at PixWise along with Bali Sports. So we're going to be talking a little Super Bowl, little hockey with her, and then Matt Humans, our very own here at the network, and... The man that runs the VEASAN College Basketball Invitational is going to be joining me. Right now it's myself and Jim Root fighting neck and neck for spot number one in that. So we're going to be talking some college basketball. We're going to be breaking down the upcoming Super Bowl with him as well. So we've got three amazing hours there. And it is just so interesting to take a look at what we're getting right now in the sports landscape. Because obviously it's sort of like that shall we say, awkward stage with the Super Bowl because we're going to get a lot more of those specialty props next week. The wine has really marinated in terms of the Super Bowl. We saw the big shift on Sunday, and we've seen a couple little ripples. We've seen this line go from two to one and a half a little bit. We're seeing it really settle in with regards to the total because we saw that go up about 24, 48 hours ago. So we're sort of in that sort of holding time period and I think that things are really going to be starting to get hyped up once again on Monday once these teams land in Phoenix Arizona once you get the media days which I still don't know why they try to make it some sort of a primetime event that is something that is a little bit befuddling to me one of those things where you can take it you can leave it there's always going to be a nice soundbite or two and there might be a gif or two that comes out of it but really doesn't do anything for me personally but what does do something for me is just 
taking a look at all the action that we're getting in a lot of the other sports as well. Because while so many people are focusing in on the Super Bowl, there's a lot of money to be made when it comes to college basketball, when it comes to the NBA, when it comes to the NHL. And I think that now you're finding some really good lines in so many of these sports. And something that has been popping up with myself with my college basketball handicapping is just being able to gauge injuries. I know that some of you guys were asking about this, especially with one that was very, very prevalent with the Florida Atlantic versus UAB game. Jordan Jelly Walker, one of the top scorers in all of college basketball, he returned to the fold, and it was a case where Florida Atlantic, the ranked team, a team that came in with just one loss, they fall to UAB. Jelly Walker did not look 100%, but he was able to come back, and he was able to get the job done, and it always poses a question. When you do have a player that's dealing with an injury, like Jordan Walker was, missed the last five games, how do you handle it? And I do think that it really is going to need to be a case-by-case basis. And I think that that is so important when it comes to sports handicapping and just life in general. And I noticed that just in terms of being able to go into a place of establishment, when I try get a person-to-person sort of interaction, it always goes a little bit better than when you try to do it via some strange machine. Now, sometimes you do get things that are a little bit better, like I'm a fan of self-checkout personally. Typically, it goes quite well. You're able to get through a little bit quicker, and you don't have to worry about having your card run twice or anything like that. So that's always a good thing. But I do think that taking a look at sort of injury information, if you've got some sort of an algorithm going in and manually sort of just making your adjustments, it is very important because when you have a player that is injured, for one, obviously the question of does a player play or not, that is important. But just because a player plays does not mean that you restore them to full order. Like if you'd have Jordan Walker, for instance, we're talking about him with UAB. If you have him worth four points to the line, some of you might have him worth a half a point more, half a point less. That is up for debate, but just insert your number here. If he returns after five games, but you're sort of anticipating him being a little bit less than 100%, I personally am a believer that I give the deficit of the doubt. We always hear of the benefit of the doubt. I am a deficit of the doubt type of person, and I'm typically one that I'm going to be like, all right, I'll restore half of the amount of points for a player that is coming back. And sometimes some of these line moves are very, very correct with regards to injury information because you saw that in the Florida Atlantic versus UAB game. This was a game that was more around a pick em overnight. Some places had UAB as a one-point favorite, but you were somewhere in that neighborhood. And once you were getting through your day on Thursday, it was UAB becoming more of a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And then when he was warming up and you get just before tip-off, that's when you saw that go north of two, most places close anywhere in the neighborhood of two to two-and-a-half terms of this game and it's a system play for many people that was able to pan out you have a ranked team on the road going up against an unranked team at home with the unranked team at home being the favorite and I know that our good friend Jared Smith who also works with Lauren who's going to be joining me in the next segment over at Pixwise, he tweeted this out unranked home favorites improved to 21 and 10 against the spread against ranked team thus far this season I know that Jared also joins our good friends Tim Murray along with Sean King and the great show that they do over here at VEASAN. You're able to catch that every night, VEASAN prime time, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. But I always think that it's important to be gauging this, and that is a really nice system that you do have as well because it is one of those tried-and-true systems. I don't ride every single one of them. I always am a believer in not blind fading slash not blind backing any sort of a trend because trends do not pay the rent, but I have found... Really, ever since the dawn of time, a lot of these unranked home favorites going up against the road-ranked team that it, that is like a very slight underdog, typically it does not pan out for the team that is ranked on the road. Now, I actually did a DK Nation pick for one of these, and it panned out with Iowa State against Oklahoma a few weeks ago, which goes my point of not just blind backing this trend, but it is one that you'll find time and time again if you just, if you overtime take that unranked team at home, it typically does pan out. And those are some of the things that are old reliable. Now, certainly you do want to be 
going against it from time to time. You do want to be doing your own research. You want to be doing your own numbers, but there are things that you're able to bank on as well. And there are some things that may always pan out for you. Like when it came to the major league baseball season, for some reason, Cal Quantrill of the Cleveland guardians was just a total wagon. Just betting on him every single game was something that really panned out for me. It was something that I greatly enjoyed. And I know that for many people, this is a trend that has worked out for them. And it's one that I typically ride as well, but always do be doing your due diligence at the same time, because I always had my outlier of Florida a few years ago, back when Mike White was there. Mike White, give him a little bit of a shout out, doing some good work over there with the Georgia Bulldogs this year. But it felt like every single year, it's like, oh, I've got to be taking all these unranked home teams, except if it's Florida. Every single time, Florida would come up snake eyes on that front. And we are also noticing that we're starting to see some teams that have really separated themselves in terms of ATS record in college basketball because your top against the spread team going into your college basketball Thursday was actually Florida Atlantic. They entered into the day 15-4-1 and against the spread, and they're still tied for first among all qualifying D1 teams. There are going to be a few teams that they're going to be wrapping up actually as I do this show. So they might be still number one floor in length. They might go down to number two, number three, because Northwestern State and Montana State, they're also now 15-5-1 and one against the spread. You've also got Kennesaw State, who with their win and cover against Bellarmine on Thursday, they moved to 15-5-1 and one against the spread. And I always do think that's interesting to be gauging these teams as well, because every single team has a buy point. Every single team has a sell point. And the big thing for backing slash fading these teams is seeing if the bookmakers are making an adjustment. Like with Kennesaw State, for instance, on Thursday, they've closed as about a three and a half point favorite. It all depends upon where you were looking in terms of the number. But a lot of places at Bellarmine as about a three and a half point underdog. I personally felt like Kennesaw State should have been more like a two and a half point favorite. And if you took a look at the game, it went to just to not just one overtime, but that went to double overtime. And those are always things that you want to be gauging as well. If you're really hot on a trend, but you're noticing, man, you know what? That last one was a little bit hairy. That might be your point in which you got the win, but at the same time, it is a little bit of a word of caution. And I say that also about one of the other top teams in all of college basketball against the spread. I had some jokes with this cover that I was able to get a couple days ago on Marquette against Villanova. That was one that Marquette had no business whatsoever covering that one. I have still no idea why 24 hours ago we saw Villanova in a three possession game down nine points with 30 seconds ago was driving to the rim to make it a three possession game, a three possession game. There are quite a few coaches that do need to put, be put on notice with that, but you do want to be taking a look at situations like that where you feel like a team got away from one and that could be your perfect sort of sell high spot on that. But we're going to be buying high on a great guest list tonight. Jason Kahn has done an amazing job of being able to book this show and coming up next, we are going to be talking to Lauren Jabbar. She does great work over at PicksWise along with that Bali Sports and we're going to be talking a little bit about the Super Bowl and a little hockey next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Vison, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, the Visa Experts Heavy Cover. Become a Visa Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. Visa Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by Visa shows and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every game. Deep dive betting reports, Visa betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts Break down brackets, bets, bets, and all the big game props. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99 and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. That is at vsin.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our guest, Lauren Jabara. Does great work over there at Bali Sports. She's down there in the great state of Georgia. And on top of that, does great work over at PicksWise as one of their main hosts. And Lauren, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. And about a week from now, things are very much going to be a little bit more tense in terms of the Super Bowl front. Feels like we're sort of in that holding pattern right now as the line has been Sitting right here with the Philadelphia Eagles being a point and a half favorite, total between 50 and a half and 51 for the past, call it about 48 or so hours. How have you been evaluating this game and have you fired in on anything as of right now, whether that be side total or any of the props? Yes. Yeah, so, a gut feeling initially, I was kind of liking the Chiefs, but to be honest, the more I'm looking into it, I'm really like all in on the Eagles right now. And it's so funny because. I feel like we have so many questions to answer with this game. Like, first of all, I mean, the storyline everyone's talking about, Andy Reid, old team versus new team. Is Patrick Mahomes' ankle going to limit his mobility? Will Jalen Hurts' shoulder be okay? For me, though, I think it's the main thing is going to be the Eagles' pass rush. I think it might be too much for the Chiefs, and I know that the Chiefs' O-line is one of the best in the country, but the way that the Eagles' D-line is able to get after the quarterback, and I know that Patrick Mahomes now – has two weeks to recover from that ankle injury. He's going to be, you know, getting four or five hours of treatment like he did over the last eight days before the AFC championship game. But again, a high ankle sprain, like that takes a guy three to six weeks, usually to fully 100% recover from. And we saw, I mean, especially like one of the last few plays of the game where Patrick Mahomes ended up getting that first down and getting the foul. And then it ended up being, you know, the field goal kick his mobility was very much limited. And I don't think we're going to see a 100% okay Patrick Mahomes. I think we'll see probably an 80% Patrick Mahomes. And a lot of people would take an 80% Patrick Mahomes. But against the D-line like the Eagles have and a pass rush in their defense like they have, it worries me a little bit. And then on top of that, too, just the Eagles offensively in their running game, I feel like they can play one of those games where the best defense against a guy like Patrick Mahomes is you know, keeping the ball out of his hands, keeping your offense on the field. So I feel like they're going to rely heavily on their run game 
even with the receivers that they have, they'll obviously use them too. But I feel like they're going to lean more to the run game and try to run down the clock a little bit, just grind it away. So initial reactions, I thought, Chiefs, the more I'm digging into it, I feel a little bit more comfortable with the Eagles. But how are you kind of leaning in that situation? It's so tough because I do think that so much of this does rely upon the health of both quarterbacks as well, because I'm not fully convinced that Jalen Hurts is 100% with his injury as well. You were able to see the Philadelphia Eagles get it done very easily against both the Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. But at the same time, let's call it what it is, the level of competition that they were playing against compared to the Kansas City Chiefs, just not quite there, especially with the Chiefs going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. And in that second game against the San Francisco 49ers, I know that the 49ers were that number two team in the NFC all season Mm -hmm. long and very worthy of getting there. But once you saw the injury happen to Brock Purdy, that was pretty much a preseason game at that point because they had to trot out their Josh Johnson. And it's just hard for me to have a lot of takeaways from that Eagles versus 49ers game. Yeah, I agree with you too. And that's one of the things that wor- that worries me too is, I mean, the Eagles strength of schedule all year long. And then you see when they go up against a really well-formed, you know, offense like the Dallas Cowboys back, what was it on, on Christmas or around that time? And they allowed Dak to throw for a few touchdowns and they didn't look very good against him. And so that makes me a little worried, just the strength of how good the Kansas city chiefs are. This is like a really hard game to handicap because you look and both teams have so many strengths, but what I'm relying on with the Eagles is this top to bottom. I feel like they are the more solid team positionally all over the field rather than just having a lot of really great pieces like the Kansas city chiefs have, but maybe a few holes you can pick in. And one of them that I'm looking at is the fact that they have a lot of touchdown on around 68% of opponent trips inside the 20 yard line. That's 31st in the league and Philly's offense scores on about 68% of red zone trips. So I feel like that's something that they can really take advantage of too, is in the red zone area. Um, And just Jalen hurts. I mean, the dude's been playing at a MVP caliber all season long. I know Pat, it's like Patrick Mahomes world and we're just living in it, but at 80% Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if I trust him a hundred percent in this situation. Yeah. But when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, he does absolutely amazing work, but we also saw in the Super Bowl a few years ago with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. If he can't necessarily rely upon mm-hmm. the ground game, if there is any sort of issues with the offensive line as well, that could be a little bit of an issue as well, because this is a very well-rounded Eagles team to your point as well. And something else I know that you do a great job of Lauren is taking a look at everything in hockey as well. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people are going to be taking a look at hockey soon because we've only got one football game left. Meanwhile, we've got a lot of NHL going down and personally one of my favorite sports to watch as well is just playoff hockey. It doesn't get too much better than that, but what have you really been noticing this season in the NHL? Because one of my biggest takeaways is that when it comes to just your generic total in the NHL, it typically was six for many, many years. It feels Mm -hmm. like that has now become six and a half. Absolutely. It's become six and a half. And one of that is just the offensive prowess of these teams and also how the power play you know, factors into a lot of these things. A lot of these teams are relying heavily on their power play at this point um, to be able to kind of push them over the edge in terms of one winning games and two for a betting standpoint, going over the total. Right. But what I've known, I know they're on all-star break right now. I have been on a really hot run in the NHL knocking on wood, but 13 and two in my last 15 hockey bets. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about it. Um, But the Boston Bruins have been an absolute cash cow this season. So anytime you can get them as money line favorites of like less than 150 hammer that for as much money as you want to put on it, because it is hitting at a very high rate this season. I mean, the team's 39, seven and five, they've only lost what seven plus five is 12 games all season long. It's pretty incredible. Um, and a lot of the time when I don't find value on the money line, I tend to go for the 60 minute money line, especially if I'm feeling pretty comfortable with that. But the Boston Bruins have been, you know, a cash cow for me this season. Also the Canes. Um, and I'm really loving the New York Rangers too, when it comes to going over a lot of the things, but Igor Shostorkin has been really solid this season. So I'm excited for some postseason hockey. There really is nothing like it. Um, just the energy around it. Hockey fans in general are just extremely passionate. Um, and I know we have all-star break right now. So it's a second to kind of catch our breath, you know, get back into it. But when the season starts again on February 5th, I'm looking forward to delving back into that. Oh, absolutely. And unfortunately, we don't have any wood in the studio. This is a microphone (laughs) that I believe that sits on marble. So I knocked on that that instead of wood. So 
we've got you covered there. But just in terms of hockey as well, you're talking about the Bruins and how they've been able to make you so much money. How do you take a look at money lines in hockey? Because something that I always say is value is value. And a lot of people think of a value bet being like getting that three to one underdog, something like that in a money line sport like the NHL, like the MLB. But if you find a team that's winning north of 75% of their games, laying like minus $2 on the money line, that's really good value in my opinion as well. Yeah, to be honest with you, and if you know it's going to hit, like I find a lot of value in that too. The one thing it is tough to find because like the Boston Bruins are such a good team. They're truly running away with the president's trophy right now. Um, a lot of the time you're going to find them and it's just so juiced. Like they're minus 300 minus 400 favorites. So it's finding when they're going up against other top teams and other divisions and just seeing those matchups. A lot of the times too, um, I look at a lot of the injuries and, and, you know, just kind of get a feel for, Hey, if this offensive player is missing or, Hey, if this top line wing is missing, how is that going to affect the total? Or how is that going to affect, you know, the money line when they're going up against the good defense. I also look definitely at who's between the pipes. One of the guys that I've been looking a little, at a lot for unders on the season has been Jake Ottinger with the Dallas stars. He has been, you know, one of the best goaltenders in the NHL this season. I think over like his last six games, he has a 1.8 goals against average and like a 947 save percentage. It's like some, don't quote me on those exact numbers, but it's something crazy like that. And so when I look at the Dallas stars, you kind of like start seeing those trends. Hey, when Jake Ottinger is between the pipes and they're not playing their backup, a lot of the time I lean to the over or lean to the under, unless it's a team, you know, like the Boston Bruins that is generating at an offensive rate, the way that they are. But um, you look at the goaltenders in between the net and, and see, Hey, if it's Igor Shesterkin, maybe going for the under in that situation. But with the Boston Bruins, I would take all the way up to a minus 180 to minus 200 favorite. If you really do feel good about the team that they're playing against, you kind of like the matchup that still seems valuable to me because it is hitting at such a high rate all season long. Absolutely. And Lauren, you do great work over on the NHL front. You do great work over at PixWise and Bally Sports South. Great to have you aboard. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much. Have a good one. Well, it's great to get Lauren Jaber aboard. And coming up next, it is that time to take a look at some college basketball. We head to the back next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zing Nicotine Pouches, which is a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine pouches are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Zin Nicotine Pouches might surprise you because Zin is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store that is nearest you at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com today. And warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. We've got some great college basketball to take a look at for this Friday. So... How about if we waste no time, get into the slate right now as we do have a couple NBA games that are going to be going down as well. Hard for me to give you as much on the NBA just because you are dealing with a lot of load management issues. Teams are coming off to off of back-to-backs as well, what have you. Looks like the back-to-backs aren't necessarily too bad for what we're going to be getting on Friday. So if I'm able to find anything, I will try to unearth that for you on this show a little bit later on. But we do know that there is going to be no load management in the Mac on Friday, and I am very happy about that. And the always good question that comes up is, do you go with the Mac with one A or do you go with the Mac with two A's? Because they both pronounce it the Mac. I always try to make the moniker of MAAC, so that way you know which Mac I am talking about. So let's go to the Mac with one A as We've got Eastern Michigan and Ball State with a little bit of a line move. 865, 866 on the betting board. It is Ball State who opened up as a 12.5 point favorite. They are now anywhere between 10.5 and 11 point favorites. And your total on this game is anywhere between 150.5 and 151.5. And, and this has gotten down to a point where I'm going to be willing to buy in on Ball State with Ball State. Really, the max I was willing to lay with them was 11. And 
On the opener of 12 and a half, I was thinking, all right, there's a little bit of value with, here with Eastern Michigan, a team that's been very poor on defense. You've got 363 D1 teams. They are in the bottom five in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. So it's been pretty unsightly awful for them. But at the same time, Eastern Michigan is going to have the best player out there on the floor. His name is Imani Bates. Imani Bates is able to give you about 20 points, five and a half rebounds, and he's shooting a well from three-point range. He's saying six foot ten. He shoots nearly 40% from three-point range. A little bit inconsistent because we all recall the 43-point performance that he had against Toledo about a week and a half ago. The game prior to that, he had a whopping seven points in that the previous game. So there's that aspect of it. And you do have a Ball State team that among teams in the back, they're a little bit more slow. They're a little bit more controlled, about 230th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They're also 225th in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. So Peyton Sparks is going to be the best whole post player in this game. He's been a little bit off his game recently. Single digit amount of points in each of the last four games. He had a pair of games where he wasn't really rebounding well as well, but he's now at 10 rebounds in the last two contests in Eastern Michigan. Let's just call it what it is. Frankly, they've got absolutely nothing down low other than Amani Bates. You don't have a single player. I'd say it would give you north of five rebounds per game. So big giant issues on that front for Eastern Michigan down low. They've got Tyson Aircuff and Noah Farrakhan. We're able to combine for about 26 points per game. So they've been able to do a halfway decent job on that front. But I do think that Eastern Michigan is going to get outcome because you've got Jerron Coleman along Jalen Sellers in the backcourt for this Ball State team. A pair of guys that they combine to shoot about North of 42, 43% from three-point range with Sellers. He shoots by himself about 48% from distance. Coleman is able to give you three and a half assists per game, and you just don't have that chemistry with this Eastern Michigan team. Eastern Michigan looking a little bit better recently. I did set my total at a 151 and a half. So we're seeing at DraftKings this be a 151 and a half, where I sit at Circa. It's a 150 and a half, and the number that I'm seeing at Circa, that is my buy point on the over in this spot. You do have an Eastern Michigan team that right around 55th in the country towards possessions per game. So anything of 151 or less, willing to take a look at the over, and I am willing to lay up to 11 points when it comes to Ball State. The other game in the MAC I do think is very interesting as well. 885-886. Akron is going to be playing out to Kent State. Golden Flash has opened up a one-point underdog. They're now a two-point underdog with your total between 133.5 and 134. And in a Mid-American Conference in which you really don't have a lot of defense being played, these two teams, they've been able to rise up and they've been able to play some defense. Kent State is really the chief among them. You've got an Akron team that turns points a lot on a per possession basis. They rank right around 65th in the country, and they're a little bit more of a slow, controlled team. Akron outside the top 250 in terms of total possessions per game. John Gross was able to utilize that and get them to the NCAA tournament a season ago. But this is a Kent State team that is no joke on defense. They had one hiccup when they played against the... Um, when they played against, it was Northern Illinois, where they gave up north of 80 points. Just a calamity of an outing, but pass that. They've been able to do a really good job, and what I do like about this team is that they travel. They only give up 1.9 points per one possessions, more on the road slash in a neutral court environment rather than at home. While they're 21st in the country in terms of overall points allowed on a per-possession basis, they're actually 10th in the country when they hit the road and it's an Akron team. That's a little bit top heavy. I like the fact that with Kent state, you've got a little bit more, shall we say cohesion with this team. You've got more guys that you're to rely upon because while you've got for Akron, arguably the best two, I guess you call it individuals on the court, because with Akron, you've got a guy in Xavier Castaneda. He's been able to average 20 half points per game. He shoots 40% from three. He's the best peer scorer out there. And then you've got a double-double machine in Enrique Freeman, who's been able to chip in there about 15 points, 10 rebounds per game. You've got many other guys for Kent State that you're able to rely upon. Someone like a Jalen Sollinger is able to shoot 48% from three-point range. You've got Malik Jacobs, 2.8 steals per game. That is in the top five in all of college basketball. He chips in there a double-figure amount of points. Sincere Carey, five assists, 17 points per game. Statute Stuffer, you're able to throw in there Marion Thomas. He's a six-foot-eight combo player. He shoots it well from three-point range. So you're able to go down the list for Kent State. Kent State does a very good job of just being able to suck the life out of you in the way that they just take the ball away. They're in the top 20 nationally in terms of turnovers forced on a per-possession basis. And while this Akron defense is good, they do not force those turnovers. I think that this is just going to be a completely different animal for Akron. Kent State has been one of your best against-the-spread teams in all of college basketball and 
this is a rare instance where you're not going to really need them to cover the spread because they're just going to win it outright and cash a money line for you, in my opinion. I set Kent State as a two-point favorite, and I do think that this is going to be a very interesting total because I honestly think that an over bodes a little bit better for Kent State. You've got two teams that are very superb on defense, but it's a Kent State team that they're more around 123rd in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They've actually been playing significantly slower on the road. They've been playing at about a clip of, I would say, four and a half to five possessions per game fewer in a roadside shooter court environment. But I do think that this is going to be one of those instances where regardless of who is down in the game late, you're going to be seeing some late game falling. I do think that that is going to help out a little bit with this total. That said, I think that it's one up just a tad bit too high. I set my total at a 133. So here at 133 and a half, 134, I'm going to be willing to dive under with Kent State. Made them the two-point favor right now. We're seeing Akron as a favorite, so I'm just going to bypass those points and take a look at our good friends. The Golden Flash is out right on the money line. And then when it comes to the Mac with two A's, you've got some very interesting games out here as well, including a team that we're going to ride with. That'll be Ryder, 871-872 on the betting board. The St. Peter's Peacocks hit the road to face off against the Ryder Broncos with Ryder being a seven-point favorite. And your total on this game, it is between 126.5 and 127.5. And with Ryder, I did set them as a favorite of eight points in the spot, so I'm going to be willing to lay it. This is a St. Peter's bunch. And, I mean, they are super-duper slow. They are in the bottom 30 nationally in terms of total possessions per game. They've got a pair of guys in Isaiah Dasher along Jalen Murray that combined to be able to give you about 24 points per contest. Both of these guys, relatively solid three-point shooters. But at the same time, when it comes down to it with St. Peter's, You've got one guy in Latrell Reed that gives you north of five rebounds per game for a team that's supposed to be defense-oriented. Meanwhile, you've got a Ryder team that's going to have by far the best player on there on the floor. That'd be Dwight Murray Jr. Murray Jr., he is a matrix in that he fills up every column of the stat sheet. He gives you 16.5 points. He gives you four assists. He gives you four and a half rebounds. He shoots it well from three-point range. And something that you're able to feel good about with Ryder as well. And this is something that you always want to be taking a look at when you lay these mid-size spreads and I'm talking about between five and eight sometimes a tad bit more sometimes a tad bit less based on the way that you think that the game flow is going to be going but you want to be taking a look at the way that a team shoots free throws at the end of games and for a rider they shoot 75 percent the free throw line as a collective but each other top five scores shoot at least 76 percent at the free throw line that is massive you chip in there Mervyn James He's able to give you 13 points, six half boards. Good combo player that's able to bury some threes. They've been able to get a little bit recently out of Vajiri Aguemo Johnson. He's not where he was last year. He's averaging right around five and a half rebounds per game last year. He was more of a seven half rebound per game guy, but spot we're here where I do find some value with Ryder. Willing to lay it. Ryder also a bottom runner team in terms of possessions per game. It's a St. Peter's team that is. Seeded 65 points once in their last seven games. So going to be riding with the under semi-total at a 125. And coming next, with a little bit of NBA here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Next weekend will be the last weekend of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be because you could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 qualifying bet or larger, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on the square match up with the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions are available at BetRiversSquares.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Vison, the Sports Bank Network. Good news for anyone that listened to the Greg Peterson Experience yesterday. As I was doing that last breakdown on college basketball, if you notice me being a little bit distracted, that's because the Arizona versus Oregon game was finishing up. And those that laid anywhere between eight and nine points with Arizona, we were able to get to the window on that one. So, and it's two in a row on those. And, I did the math correctly. I think that I am now 7-3 and three on the last 10. So we're going to be looking to keep that going. We're going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for Friday to start off our number two. So that'll be coming your way in about 15 or so minutes. So you're able to feel good about that and you're able to feel good about what we're all getting in basketball in general as I do a little bit more with regards to college basketball because I'm a little bit more when it comes to NBA I dive much more into in-game betting just because you do have these ridiculous swings in a lot of games, and it does get to be very topsy-turvy. Anyone that just watched the end of that Milwaukee Bucks versus LA Clippers game knows exactly what I'm talking about. I have no idea what Kawhi Leonard was trying to do. He just took a setback, and it went nowhere. So that was very, very nice for the Milwaukee Bucks to be able to get that done. And if, hey, if you were a Clippers backer and you took the plus three and a half to plus four, you were still able to get there to the window. But it is just such an interesting landscape right now in the NBA because the one thing that I'm certainly noticing is the amount of just credence that you need to put on home court right now. Because when it comes to basketball, typically you think that college basketball has a lot of these great home court environments, and it certainly does. Teams going into places like the Breslin Center, which is where Michigan State plays, the Rack with Rutgers. You're able to go down the list of these great environments. Heck, I mean, the McHale Center, where the Arizona Wildcats were playing. You always have to put a big-time premium on that, but this year has been one where we've been seeing some ridiculous home and road splits with a lot of these teams. Like, the prime example of this was the Golden State Warriors on Thursday they throw it to face off against the Denver Nuggets. They open up an 11.5 point underdog. This came down to anywhere between 6.5 and 8, depending upon where you were shopping. So once again, load management strikes again. You've got the good old closing line value bucket, as I know that a lot of people like to tweet out. And there's a lot of these that they go completely by the wayside because taking a look at the NBA before the game tips has been... Very, very strange, to say the least, this season. I know that Mitch Moss and Paul Howard, the people that 
I guess you could say I lead into, I replay into them, what have you. They do an absolutely amazing job every single day from 4 to 7 a.m. Pacific time, 7 to 10 Eastern time. But I know they were talking about how they wish they would be able to do a little bit more with the NBA as well a few days ago, but they just can't because you have no idea who's going to be starting in a lot of games. And if you're looking from just a non-betting perspective as well, I know that there's a lot of you guys that you've got perhaps a family of four, a family of five, and you're looking to go out to a game and you'll probably have trepidation buying a ticket right now because you want to see like Giannis Antetokounmpo for the Milwaukee Bucks. You want to be seeing Steph Curry for the Golden State Warriors. And there's just no guarantee that you're going to be able to see these guys because you have no idea if load management is going to be striking again. But I do find it to be very fascinating that against the spread, home teams are right now hitting at 53.1% in the association. It has been rather ridiculous as of what we've been seeing on that front. And I will give bookmakers a lot of credit. They've been able to do a great job of being able to shade these totals down a little bit more because we were seeing a wide plethora of overs that were hitting towards the beginning part of the season. That has been really throttled back just a little bit. If you look at the last 60 days in the NBA, you're still having right around about a, I would say about 50 and a half or 52 and a half percent hit rate on the over in the last 60 days. But things have been a little bit more tame on this front. Like you saw that Lakers versus Indiana Pacers game with the Lakers coming back from down double figures go well under at a 240 and you are noticing that your generic total in the NBA, maybe I'm off base here, but feels like about 225, tad bit more, tad bit less. That's sort of your starting off point for a lot of these totals. You're going to shade it down when it comes to a team like the New York Knicks, for example. You're going to shade it up when you got a team like the Indiana Pacers who are playing the Olay style of defense. But I do find that to be very fascinating to take a look at. And what else has been really interesting in the NBA as well is that it just feels like you're starting to have a few teams being able to rise up in the East. I think that we're able to feel very secure about really the top four teams. The Nets, as long as Kevin Durant comes back, Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, really no shocks there. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think, are a sort of spicy team that could be able to make some noise. But you take a look at the West, and that's what's really wide open. Because while the Denver Nuggets are up four games on everyone else, it just is a case of, trying to get home court advantage in the West because there is currently, and I'm not even joking when I say this, two teams in the Western Conference that currently have an above 500 record on the road. That'd be the Sacramento Kings at 13 and 10. That'd be the LA Clippers at 15 and 14. And I do believe that that is updated after their loss. If it was not because they just lost literally 10 minutes before I started the segment, they are now 15 and 15 on the road. So I mean, that is something that I take a look at as just big-time intrigue. Like, the Golden State Warriors, I could certainly see them being able to make a run out there in the West. They're currently sitting at 26 and 26. They're 7 and 20 on the road this year. Take a look at a team like the New Orleans Pelicans. They're 17 and 9 at home. They're 9 and 18 on the road. The Jazz, 9 and 17 on the road. The Suns, 8 and 17 on the road. You're just able to go down the list and... It's been rather ridiculous because a lot of these teams that are struggling on the road, they're more veteran-laden teams. Like, you take a look at the Sacramento Kings. This is a very young team that is having success on the road. Typically, you think it's the exact opposite, where a lot of these younger teams, a lot of these teams that they're starting to build something, you know what, they get some confidence when they're at home. They completely go down the toilet bowl on the road. That has been the exact opposite this year in the NBA, which I do find to be rather mind-blowing, and it becomes a little bit hard to gauge in general. So that is something that I do take a look at, and I might be giving a little bit of just short shrift with regards to some of these teams in the West, but it is just very strange to take a look at this conference because there are a lot of teams that I do feel like if they're able to put things together, they are going to be able to make a run. Pretty much all four of those teams in the playing bracket other than the Utah Jazz, I think could be able to make some serious noise this year. But when you've got the Sacramento Kings right now sitting in that three spot, and I do think that the Kings have a lot of relatively solid talent, and they've been able to do a nice job of meshing this year. But you do have your trepidation 
really buying in too much on this team as, I mean, Harrison Barnes, we've seen him have his, shall we say, good and bad moments throughout the years out there, especially in the great state of California. So there's a lot to take a look at. And we're starting to see some harebrained spreads as well, just based on guys that are slash are not going to be playing. Like I was touching upon the Phoenix Suns just a second ago. They're going to be between a nine and a half to a 10 point underdog against the Boston Celtics when it comes to the board for Friday. And that would almost be a spot where with the uh, Phoenix Suns, I recognize that they have been terrible on the road this year. It is a Suns team that they're in a little bit of disarray. Might not be the worst buy spot on them as well. And that's a lot of gauging the NBA right now. Being able to pick your spots. Like I know that John Von Tobel, who does great work over here at VSIN, you're able to catch all of his work by becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber. VSIN.com slash subscribe for all of his great work. I know that that's something that he has really been highlighting. And I know that he's been talking a lot on the podcast about just taking a look at these NBA teams and gauging the load management with them as well. The Suns have certainly been a chief culprit of utilizing load management. And for his podcast, that's a Hardwood Handicappers podcast, which you're able to find wherever your podcast as well. So it's just so interesting to take a look at the NBA landscape. Wish I could give you guys more picks overnight, but I do think that gauging the NBA just in normal years is always best in game. And this year, especially it's very difficult to be able to take a look at things overnight just because you have no idea what in the world you're getting with these rosters. But you do know that you're going to be getting pro tips on this show. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these all by by show and by sport. And pro tip for our number one. If you are laying points with a mid-sized favorite in college basketball, I was throwing out there about five to eight points. Look at how they shoot at the free throw line. A team like Ryder that I was talking about before, very good. You have guys that are shooting like 50% of the free throw line. Not so good. What is good is the DK Nation pick for college basketball. That comes up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.